If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Being the best like no one ever was? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things pocket-sized, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's Amy and Kalo's Pokemon to his master. He puts me in his pockets and his balls. What up? the the student has become the master now but i would classify you more as like a pikachu type where you refuse to get into the pokeball i have it i'll carry it with me but you're never gonna listen and get inside whenever things go down let's be real i got a better um metaphor for that oh similarly i don't know uh i'm a psyduck i'm confused i don't know what's going on you tell me to do something i'm just like huh Somehow what? he's OP, like just that random moments he really shines through. At bowling, whenever it's a strike. You're using your mind tricks, but we can use our mind tricks as well to thank. Side. There you go. We can use our mind tricks to thank anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Tis the season to give deals out, you know, a buy one, get one. So consider yourself lucky if you're listening to this podcast. We're doing a two-for-one sale here on the Get Comfy Game Break. Ooh, not because we couldn't break it down to 15 minutes. It wasn't because of that at all. Not because of that. Also, no. too, I apologize. Releasing, like, one gaming podcast a week does not fulfill the need for all the video game news that has been coming out as of late. So, hey, we're, we're bundling. Buy one, get one. It's a deal. <laughs> this is like the uh, the crazy car salesman. You know, we got this car brand new off the lot. Only has 100,000 miles. Notice how I said brand new. It's a brand new, brand new car for you. But anyway, like I mentioned, we're going to be doing a Pokemon Legends Arceus review. And we're going to be doing the the whole Pokemon Scarlet and Violet ordeal. Potentially getting our our picks for our starters. I know you're a little sour on some of them or all of them. I don't know, but let's start with Pokemon legends Arceus. I also took the time to play this game fully. Mm-hmm. I will not. Oh, do you care? This is the problem too. I have with this game. Do you care about air quotes here? Spoilers for the game? Like, no, because I, uh, my uh, friend of mine was actually playing it on discord and I was able to watch the gameplay like and i know the the glimpse of it you know you're um spoilers of those who that way you know? 
that's that's what grinds my gears about Pokemon, where it's like, I don't want to hear spoilers, bro. It's like the same formula. But not this one. Arceus changes the formula, which you got to admit, it's it's nice, uh, uh, a nice paint, a nice fresh breath air. And so, like, you're a guy in the, in the future, and then somehow you get sucked back in the past, which, for, even with Pokemon, is, like, stretching it. But, it, um, so I know that concept, and then they actually have child labor mm-hmm. in the game, and, and it's like, if you don't work, you die. And it's like, which is great. I love it. I love how Game Freak just didn't give a fuck with this game. They're like, you know what? They got real. They got yeah. real. They were just like, you know what? We got to accept what we are. Now, I said spoilers because there's a part in the game, which is like weird to say because like you beat the game and then there's the post game, you know, as for all the Pokemon games, you get the Elite Four, blah, blah, blah. Not this one. You go battle Dialga and Palkia. And then there's another post game to the post game that I'm currently stuck in the battle with Giratina that is just absolutely destroying my life. Can, so, can we can we just talk about how they didn't give any post games to Brilliant Diamond and uh, Shining Pearl, and they could have added Garantina, which I'm still upset. I didn't buy Shining Diamond and, or, or Brilliant Pearl, mind you, but I wish they did because that would have been a strive through our driving force for me to buy that game. But it's so weird how this game has so much post game content. But before we get into like post game content and all that, I want to talk about the game in general, much like what you said. All all things pending with the new Pokemon generation coming out. The game mechanics in this game is how Pokemon should be played moving forward. I'm talking battling. I'm talking wild encounters. I'm talking really? shiny hunting. Really? No. Mm. I, well, I, for the life of me, for the life of me, I still played the game like the OG way we grew up playing it, where you have to lower the Pokemon's health to catch it, maybe paralyze it, maybe freeze it, get that status effect in there, and then catch it. But there were times where I got lazy, and this is a mechanic in the game, grant you, you can change it up varying generations and all that, where you're going to capture the three lake spirits, Ooxie, Aslith, and Mesh Spirit. I know I probably butchered the names, but I got some of them. Anywho, you're going to capture the lake legends or the spirits of the lake and you walk into their cave and boom, they're standing right there. They're all like level 70. And, you know, at the time, whenever I was venturing to go capture these Pokemon, my Pokemon were about level like high 50s, low 60s. And I was like, I can't compete with this. So there is a thing you can do in the game. You can collect mud balls, like snowballs, and I think rotten apricorns, which are like the things you use to make the pokeballs. And you can throw them at the Pokemon to stun them or lower their defense and essentially like run behind them, throw a pokeball and catch them as if you were sneaking up on them without even battling the Pokemon. This was such like a big change for me because Legendary encounters were always like you go up to the cave, you save before you go in and boom, you have to battle the Pokemon. Now, Dialga and Palkia's battles, you had to go face them head on. Giratina, the one I'm facing right now, I can battle him, but I can't catch him right away. I think there's like a second battle I will be going through with Giratina. But to stun these legendaries, run behind them, throw a Pokeball without even throwing out one of my teammates... 
I mean, like it was good for saving time, but also like it removed that special and I'm using air quotes. Sorry for all of our listeners that special like battle that you would go for yeah. the legendaries. Oh, well, here's my nitpick on it, and you kind of nailed it. Like, I miss the uh, call me old fashioned, call me a millennial or a 90s. We're baby. boomers. We're, are we are we still boomers? To the younger generation, we are the new boomer. Oh, uh, so I miss the fact that you could just run to the grass and catch a Pokemon. Granted, later on it gets annoying, you have to use the repels, but like, still, I I miss that. Now I'm missing like battling it and you know getting upset that you couldn't catch it, damn, and running back. But now, like how you said, when you get lazy, I hate that concept of it. I hate um, the fact that you um, the XP share. It's universal now, which yeah, I feel like it makes it easier. Granted, Pokemon is a children's game and it's supposed (laughs) to help them. But I, but Game Freak knows what they're doing. They have a fan base, old and new. And I wish there was an option to either turn it off or switch game modes. Like right before you load one, you, like, you want to play normal, you want to play hard, or you want to play old school. Like I wish they did something with that. Uh, with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, they made the Leaf Fool harder. And that wasn't even Game Freak. And then I thought that was amazing. What they did, yes, make these guys who are basically better than the gym leaders harder. That was great. I wish Game Freak would do something like that. And I hope for the life of me when we get this new Pokemon game, Violet and um, Scarlet and Violet, that we don't have the Universal XP share and we don't. And uh, granted, I'm, I said I don't want this, but from the trailer, it looks like our, an open world one too, which I'm whatever. That's the new um, thing. But I did love Arceus with the Apricorns. You know, I'm a big fan of Hog Gold and Soul Silver. Crystal is my first Pokemon game I ever played. And uh, the fact that you were able to make Apricorns, I love, for, for whatever reasons, I love that mechanic. And it wasn't added in any other Pokemon game since Arceus now, but I just love that com- um, the um, command for that. Yeah, and, you know, speaking to that with the Apricorn deal, whenever you level up or rank up in the um, survey team, the survey core you get certain recipes for certain items. Like you start off with the pokeball and like, that's it. Then you level up, you get the great ball and then ultra ball. Cause like, you know, whenever you first start the Pokemon games, you can kind of just go to the store and buy a bunch of great balls or depending on the town you're in, like buy certain items. They didn't give you the ultra ball until way later in the game. Like this mm-hmm. is after many of the, the frenzied Pokemon that you face, which are essentially like the, the impromptu gym leaders for this mm-hmm. game, I would call them. But the crafting system also forces you in like a good way to go venture out into the world, like go to all the like niche places within this world and all the different maps, because you will also search for different items, different things to get you further in the game. I personally never thought I would use the smoke bombs, which kind of give you cover when catching a Pokemon. Like, they don't see you. You're basically a ninja. Later on in the game, when I'm starting to capture more of the the higher-level Pokemon or the rare Pokemon, like, I came across Shiny Blissey, and I was just like, I don't want to screw this up. So yeah. I threw down smoke, caught the Blissey, and I was like, all right, like this is a new mechanic I can be- get behind, especially when it's a rare spawn. See, I love how you brought about Shiny, because that's another thing. I hate oh. how they made Shiny so much easier. Once again, it's a kid's game. But like, 
I I feel like it's less rewarding just catching the shiny as is wilder before we needed to either if you got lucky like me with my first ever shiny slugma running in the cave and the shiny slugma for me popped out rather than just going to an area that you know there's a shiny in like how do you feel about that for me i felt like it cheapened the experience and made it less special well allow me to to calm your expectations here uh, my first encounter with a shiny in this game was a Sfeel. I seen him on the beach. Roll. Also, too, it's really weird. Sfeel, like, roll around like like snowballs, but, like, it's a weird way to get around. I'm just saying. Yeah, let him rock. Let him rock. I, hey, you know, you do you. Um, so for those of you who don't know or if you've played the game, there is a little tone that plays. Like, it's it sounds like something shiny just popped up, a.k.a. shiny Pokemon. What that Pokemon is, you don't know. You don't see it on the map. You don't see anything. You just kind of got to use your eyes and gander. Take a gander around. You know, you never really know. So I seen this feel on the beach and I was like, all right, bet. Like, it's over. I'm about to capture my first legit shiny. And I say legit, like you know. <laughs> yeah, first legit one. So it couldn't have happened in a better way, too. Where, you know, the catching mechanics in the game, obviously, you have to lock onto the target, throw the ball, boom, you're set. I did not lock on to this shiny spiel. The, the spiel was rolling around. It was it was pretty much playing games with me. And it rolled around. And in the most like meme format fashion, I throw my last Pokeball because I didn't craft enough. I was not prepared. And I miss. And it rolls into the ocean never to be seen again. <laughs> I was so mad because this, the shiny spiel, instead of being all blue, it's like purple and it kind of looks like Thanos. And I was like, man, I really want that shiny Pokemon. It, that spear rolled into the sun. sun, sun, it, uh, sun. it really went off. Like it just said, you know what? I ain't yours. My Sorry. People, my people need me. I need to go back into the water. But shout out to the Pokemon God, Arceus. He decided to bless me in the same area. Like much later on, I was playing the game. I didn't see another shiny until this moment. I, I want to say it's a glam wow or glam meow. Yeah, glam meow. I did see it's like a weird it's like though like if I had to pick the worst Pokemon of all time, it would be that one. It gave me a shiny of that and I caught this one. So I was like a shiny's a shiny at this point. Can't really complain. See, if you're see, that's what I hate because you you're able to find another one. And I'm assuming this is still your first playthrough of the game. You still didn't beat it. For you, you got lucky, but like you know, if you play Diamond or Pearl, or you know the other ones, it, it was hard. You either had to cheat the spawn, the spawn in the shiny, or you had to do the mechanic where you roll through three cents, something like that. And it's annoying. Like I feel like, it, like I said before, it cheapens out the. Do you do you agree that it cheapens it out? The fact that they tell you, oh, there's a shiny over here. You don't know what it is, but there's a shiny over here. So I wouldn't say like it, it certainly appears as if getting a shiny Pokemon is just readily available. Like you just go into the wild area and boom, there's a shiny walking down the beach over there. It's not, it's not that simple, but like I would say three hours in between. And I'm, I'm saying this vaguely. I didn't really time it, but like I went a decent amount of the game without seeing a shiny and there are these things called mass outbreaks where a whole bunch of a yes. single Pokemon will spawn in the and overworld and gang up on you and, and you gang up. up on you. That might increase your chances to get a shiny, but in the ones I have encountered, I haven't really 
seen a shiny. There are YouTubers that make it look easy. Grant you the power of editing. You can make five hours worth of a hunt turn into like 15 minutes. But that can also boost your odds of shiny hunting. But I do kind of agree the allure of having a shiny Pokemon, especially with all these variables being changed and allowing you to have better odds, especially if you complete the Pokedex entry, you get the shiny charm at the end of the game. Once you complete the Pokedex, it it increases the odds to get a shiny. But for me personally, who hasn't done much of that, I'd say it's still the same almost, but the likely odds. I would say more of the legendary Pokemon aren't as legendary as they used to be, but we also covered a tier list of legendary Pokemon with mythical legendary and like sub whatever. So I might be confusing some of them, but the legendary Pokemon seem to kind of be the offshoot of that. But don't worry, you're old, you're confused. You don't know. You saw a new Pokemon game, all these high def graphics. You didn't see pixels anymore. You're confused. I get it. I understand. But what I do understand before we go on out of 10, what do you rate Legend of Arceus? Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I promised I wouldn't do a ten out of ten, but or like I, a, I'm doing, I'm I'm making you do it. You're 10 out forcing of 10. me to do it, but Gun I would give it. I would give it. Can we do point like point five? Nope. No, so a hard number. I'll give it a seven out of ten because I don't know how to count. That's why. So I don't. I don't know what's point. Mm. I'll give it a healthy seven out of ten. You should play this game if you like Pokemon because one, I feel like this is going to be the mechanics for the game moving forward. And two, it's a different take on the classic formula. Like, so, it's fun. So now, because the game before this, we had Sword and Shield, which was kind of open world, not as open world as Legend Arceus. But they, you can tell that a win with that concept with the Sword and Shield started off with. Do you think it was a better command? Uh, was it a, because like I said, I never played it. I saw gameplays of it. But did you feel like it was a better, did it enhance on what made Sword and Shield so bad? Or was it just, you know, the same old, same old, like, copying paste? No, much like the the formula for Pokemon. You level up your Pokemon, they evolve. The step that it took from Sword and Shield to Pokemon Legends Arceus, and then what I believe is going to be Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I feel as if they're headed in the right direction, and they must stick to this formula. Don't go backwards. Don't go back and say, you know what? We're just going to do the OG formula. For some people, that might be great. That's what you enjoy. But if you want to get rid of the crowd, which is an overwhelming amount of people, saying it's the same old Pokemon game, and I've been saying that too, I would just say stick to this Legends Arceus formula. Tweak it if you have to. Maybe fix some of that shiny problems. and The XP you know, cares. XP shares and all that stuff. But the introduction of dedicated Pokemon to run around the map, swim, fly, all that stuff, very welcomed. Overworld I, stuff, I like it. So, you know, it's a good direction for Pokemon. And, you know, I'm usually the, the harsh one on the podcast, always being Debbie Downer, a negative Nancy, as I've been told by my friends. But I, the game is good. I do like when you swim, you see your Pokemon that you're swimming with. And I think they took that kind of stuff from, I think it was Sun and Moon is when they added that, when you were able to just bring your Pokemon out no longer with the TMs or the HMs. And that's really cool. I Okay, I think it would have been really good this year because Christmas came early mm. and we're already getting a second Pokemon game later in the year, mind you, because, um, you know, sales need to be still, Arceus is still new. You need People need to buy this game so they can make a profit. But... 
were you expecting another Pokemon game this soon? Like I, this is never. I don't feel like it happened before. We usually get a Pokemon game every year, but this one in the same year, which is just crazy. And we just got Diamond and Pearl a couple months ago too. It's just like. So I had this exact conversation with my friends last night where I'm just kind of sitting there like we're talking about video games. And then like I randomly said, bro, I did not expect a Pokemon like next gen game to come out, let alone this year at the end of this year. We're assuming around holiday season is when they said late 2022. I'm thinking I'm thinking more like, you know, Thanksgiving, you get the black November. Yeah, yeah. because I remember I think Sun and Moon was like that. And can we also talk about, like, I'm so happy they went back with naming it with colors mm-hmm. instead of, you know, sun and moon or sword and shield or whatever. I- I'm a fan. I-, I always love the idea of just having the colors, like red, blue, ruby, sapphire, and the third one being emerald. And I remember a lot of people actually made ROM hacks of Pokemon, which called them Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And now we're actually getting a Pokemon Violet and a Pokemon Scarlet game in HD with no pixels. I'm excited. I think we've been good boys this year. That's why Nintendo was like, here you go, guys. New Pokemon game. Now, if you want, and this might be the thing they take away from this podcast, if you want to really like go back to formula, so to speak, make the game cartridges the colors of the respective oh, games. that would be nice. Grant you, we all know the Switch like chips, I'm going to call them, or like tiny as can all be but hey you want to add that little og flair to this game well pokemon just hit the anniversary too so i they should do that they but what they should versus what they do are two different things 100 now you hinted at this game going back to you know og like colors and everything but you also brought up the graphics yes um before we be up what happened? Why didn't we get these graphics in Legend of Arceus? Why? So I knew you, I knew you wanted to say this, but I'm more upset about this. There were parts of that game where, like, I was playing and I look off into the distance to see like an Alpha Steelix like roaming around, but he looks as if he's glitching out. And then yeah. as I got closer, he looked better. This is the problem I have because. I'm playing on what is essentially a Gen 1 Switch. There's a difference. There's like a red box one. I think that's the one you have where you're you're slightly better in the regards of like battery life and all that stuff. But the OLED Switch 2, that Switch cannot handle like... No, not at all. ...over the top games. And I've said this before on the podcast. But the graphics for this game... For starting for Scarlet and Violet. It is what Pokemon Snap was. It looks as good as the Pokemon Snap. Like, I look back at YouTube playthroughs of that game. I'm like, this game is so beautiful. It also came out before Legends Arceus. Why didn't we get those graphics in this game? It's just like, if I had to pick one thing that infuriates me about Legends Arceus, the graphics, Mm -hmm. but... The textures in this game, Violet and Scarlet, look amazing. I mean, just like the landscape. The I, landscape alone was so beautiful. And like, I, I'm, I have been hesitant on buying um, Legend of Arceus and Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. And like, seeing the, the starters of this Pokemon gen and actually seeing the graphics, 
makes me want to buy this game. Like, this is, like, the last Pokemon game I got was Sun and Moon, the first one. And I had a horrible time playing that. Mm-hmm. But seeing this graphics, and I'm interested. I, you have my attention. The three starters, besides the grass type, the grass type looks kind of eh. The, uh, they look pretty good. They look like Pokemon creatures rather than, you know, whatever Game Freak likes to make. And I'm excited to see the rest of the uh, generation of Pokemon. Uh, like, the new generation of what's going to be. I hope... They're not going to do this because we've seen previous gen Pokemons in the game. I want just a region of just new Pokemon. I, I know everyone wants, oh, what about catching them all? Blah, blah, blah. No, I want to go back to basics. You can only catch, because you need, because a lot of people, because I'm like this, where if I know Generation 3 Pokemon is going to be in this new Pokemon game, I'm going to go stick with my old party Pokemon. I'm going to pick my Beldums, I'm going to pick my Gengars, all that. Rather than adapting and using these new Pokemon, I wish. Uh, I think it was um, Sword and Shield that did half of the Pokédex. I wish that they just went with the new decks. And I'm thinking I'm like the only one in the Pokemon community that wants only new Pokemon, no old Pokemon. While we got your attention, I think it's a good time to take a break from the Get Comfy Game Break and hear from a sponsor of the Get Comfy Game Break and the Believe Podcast Network. Winter has come and it will have harsh effects on your skin, such as feeling dry or dehydrated. And in order to combat that, we suggest you turn your shower into an escape with the gentle skin softening Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser that features skin softening oils in a hydrating blend. This product also balances out your skin without stripping it or leaving any unwanted residue. It also gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It also features high-quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code BLEAVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com. Use code BLEAVE. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is important now more than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use your NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money. So, I'm glad you bring up your Nick your Hicks. ailments, your ailments. I'm going to call them not even nitpicks. Wow, not even nitpicks. Apparently, it hasn't been confirmed, but as reported by Cerebi.net, it looks like players will be only allowed to add specific Pokemon to these games via the Pokemon Home app a la the Sword and Shield problem we had where it only included a certain amount of Pokemon and no national decks. 
again, all rumors. Don't get too like downtrodden on this. But hey, it's worth noting. But it's still Pokemon at the end of the day. Like I don't get why people. I don't have my my Gengar level one hundred. How am I gonna battle all these people online? Like shut the fuck up. No, it's still Pokemon. You're st- are you are you able to pick a starter? Are you able to battle friends? Are you able to battle gym leaders? Maybe, maybe not. But that's besides the point. It's still Pokemon at the end of the day. It's also worth noting there are almost over 900 Pokemon on record as of 2022. So how far we've come. <laughs> but from, from the 150. Exactly. Now, can you, can you do the Pokemon rap? Oh, the, my not, The 900 Pokemon <laughs> I barely know what I had for breakfast this morning. Don't don't test me with that. But I want to talk now, like I mentioned, the landscape of this Pokemon game, um, the apparent setting. Now, I heard a lot of people say this is Italy. It looks like Spain. What do you mean? Uh, this is that's what I was getting at here. I believe, and a lot of other people do, that this game will take place in Spain or even Portugal. And if you want to get real technical, you want to get real geographic, I'm about to blow your mind here with this information. But this could take place in the real world Iberian Peninsula, which is like southwestern Europe. See, uh, I that would be really cool. The first time that we have a you know real live location in the game. And I hope um, they do it like it's a different reason. So like you, Scarlet is Portugal. And then you know, or Spain, and then Violet could be Italy. Mm-hmm. Like, have two different regions that are close by, or Italy or Rome. Mm-hmm. Or have it, like, it, granted it's not, but, you know, we sit in Spain or Portugal. But I would I would love it if it's, like, if you get, you know, exclusive Pokemons to each re- each version, like we had back in the day. You'll have exclu- and- exclusive outfits for different games. A lot of people are pissed about that, but that's a little detail. I'm not upset about that, but that's so stupid. That's because they be calling me ranch because I be dressing, man. Oh my god, you! <laughs> I, I need to put you back in the box. Wow. Back in the Pokeball. Back in the Pokeball. But I, I would be okay if they, you know, use that as like two different. If you're going to the real world, Italy, Spain, or Italy, Rome, or Portugal, or Spain, whatever you want, um, and then also have regional Pokemon. Speaking of Pokemon, so. What was your reaction on seeing the three new starters? Like, for me, I don't know what it is, but also, too, you didn't watch The Mandalorian, but there was a thing where Baby Yoda, like, we didn't know where he came from, only for the fact whenever he was found, his memory, like, shut off, Mm -hmm. and then he essentially blacked out until he was found by Mando. That was me for Sun and Moon. I was a happy Pokemon fan until Sun and Moon, and it completely just wiped my memory of like good Pokemon, good Pokemon models. Yeah. And here we are at this gen, and I love each and every one of them. Much like what you said, I feel like my third one here is Sprigatito. At least that's how I'm pronouncing it, which is the grass cat. Then we got the fire Pokemon, Coco, and then the water Pokemon, Quaxley. So before you go on, um, the fire one... It looked, and my buddy Joe did this in post editing. He took the picture of that because we both looked at it and we thought the same thing. That this Pokemon needs a Hannibal mustache and a top hat and a monocle. Now, me saying that, you can you picture 
that Pokemon with a top hat, a monocle, and a Hannibal mustache. This Pokemon just looks straight up derpy, and to have that mustache, monocle, and top hat, like, it fits the vibe. <laughs> I certainly hope they bring back that feature. I, I want to say it was in Diamond and Pearl, like, the OG versions, where mm-hmm. they had, like, the beauty pageants or whatever, yeah. and you can, like, dress well, up your Pokemon. The beauty pageants has always been there, I think, since Generation 3 with Pokemon Emerald and uh, Fire and Ruby, but dressing, I think, was in Diamond and Pearl. So now here comes the most important question. Mm-hmm. Who's your starter? So as much as you would like to rub it in my face, I said the duck one was kind of eh. Well, the starters I thought were eh to begin with. But um, and then you were like, oh, the duck one's so dope. And looking at it more, because literally I looked at it for maybe like a good three seconds. Looking at it more, the duck one has been growing on me. He looks adorable. He looks cute. But I, I want. I'm a derpy person, and plus the duck one looks like Daffy the Duck to me. Um, I am gonna go with the Fire type Pokemon. Um, I was gonna go with the Grass, but as looking at it even more, I'm just like something about it just didn't like doesn't look like a starter to me. Mm. And um, and it doesn't. The Fire one reminds me of Totodile, and remember in the anime, Totodile was really derpy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want that. And once I, if once I get the game, you can bet just me as I am gonna name my fire Pokemon Totodile. This guy, he <laughs> so, contradicts. <laughs> so we all know, I know at least what your starter is. Tell the listeners. So th- this might surprise you, but I'm go- as of right now, as of right now, I'm gonna go Fue Coco as well. Mm. This. All of this, what I'm saying right now, hinges on the next step of evolutions. <laughs> Only for the fact I look at Sword and Shield and what happened with Sobble. What was what's wrong with Sobble, Sword and Shield? I did not like Sobble's line at all. I what's like Sobble. The, the bunny? He was the water type. The depressed salamander. Only for the fact I hate, absolutely despise the middle stage evolution and then Inteleon was just it wasn't it for me. Mm. I have a foregoing theory about Quaxley that his final evolution will be a matador because he kind of oh, has a hat oh, and his tail could turn into a little cape thing that he uses to taunt a Tauros. If you don't get a Tauros in this game, no one be upset. Exactly. But I feel also Fue Coco's like... Final just, evolution is going to be like Godzilla, pretty like essentially. Like a like a um, kanji, a kanji. What is the? Oh dang it, uh, kaiju, kaiju. kaiju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that could happen. But Sprigatito is also the sleeper for me because if the, this turns into like, yeah, the grass type. If this turns into like a septile line, you know what I mean? Where like we got Trico and like he was cool. But then he turns into like a badass skeptile. Like, I don't know. This might be the first time I actually play and like try to get all the starters here. Now, I did want to talk about the open world and then wrap it up here for the mm-hmm. Pokemon news. But um, a direct quote from the Pokemon company, various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness and with no borders. You'll be able to see the Pokemon of this region in the skies, in the seas, and in the forest, on the streets, and pretty much all over. You'll be able to experience the true joy of Pokemon series, battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them. Now, in the open world, 
game that players of any age can enjoy. Also note how they said you can catch them. Can't catch them all, but you can catch them. So who's them? Who are they? Can, can I cast the trainers finally? Can I put the trainers in my balls? Hey, you know, I'm a big um, gym leader guy. So mm-hmm. it's also worth noting, we don't know anything about the gym leaders. We don't no. know if it's going to be the stadium setup that they had in Sword and Shield. For the love of God, we might get, honestly, we might get the stadium setup for Sword and Shield. But if anything, I do not want what they had in Sun and Moon. We had the challenges. Oh, dude, no. no. Don't bring me back to those times. No, we don't want to talk about that. You know, what's that uh, Encanto thing everyone's on? We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about <laughs> Sword and Shield or Sun and Moon or any of that. Well, you talked about gym leaders. And before we go, let me ask you this question. What kind of gym leader are you? What's your Oof. typing? What I want to say, personality-wise... I feel like I'm a rock type gym leader, uh, but for me, I want to go water. You want to go all? Oh, you want to go miss only water. for the only for the fact to get people wet. I see you exactly. No, because I want one of my Pokemon to be Mudkip. I love Mudkip. Mudkip is awesome. The whole line, Swampert. See, see, me and Kale. This is why me and Kale are fine. We our generation three star favorite Pokemon is Mudkip, and that we we can appreciate that. For me. Uh, I am going to go with Ghost type mm. because I love Gengar. Gengar is one of my favorite Pokemon in Generation 1. And um, there's in Generation 4, it was that there was a Ghost Ice type Pokemon. Oh, Ice Ghost type. Uh, Frostlass? Yeah, Frostlass. And her ability was so cool. And I always loved his, her pre-evolution, the first one, the little shovel dude. Oh, Snow Run? Snow Run. So to have him and just like level him up to. That third evolution, he's really adorable. So yeah, ghost type for me, me, me. And I love Halloween, so you know, spooky season. Spooky boy, he's gonna be haunting your dreams, but he will I'm also making your dreams too. Ex- wow, there you go. He will also be haunting more episodes of the Get Comfy Game Break, which you can catch every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course the Believe Podcast Network. I've been Kalo, joined by the one and only. What up, guys? It's Aim on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.